Now, uh, your father was not from Helena. No, Daddy was from Yonkers. Yes, Chuck Gervasini. Yes. Uh, retired Charles Navy Stewart. chief. Yes. Chief Petty Officer, and then retired from the Merchant Marine. Mm-hmm. Every bit of all of that. All of that, mm-hmm. and he was he was uh, he was indeed Chuck. So he moved back to Little Rock th- about the last two years of his life. Well, it wasn't a back. Well, he that's moved true. To Little, to Little Rock, first time, yeah. He decided to come and yeah. spend time with his children, which yeah. was lovely. It was great. I remember we went to his apartment, and or maybe he came to ours. Anyway, we were cooking and put out the margarine. He just looked. He said, "No, yeah. we're not having margarine. We don't have margarine. We have butter." Yeah. He would say, "Hey, Paulie," we call me Paulie. All of your Jer- your Yankee Jervisinis would yeah. call me, "Hey, Paulie." <laughs> There's no margarine earlier. We have we butter. Have butter. And, you know, he was right about that. He was. Butter is better. He was. He was an excellent cook. He was a wonderful cook. We have the famous Gervasini spaghetti recipe that we uh, continue to. Our own meatballs. Uh, make our own meatballs. and Can't share it with you. We'd have to kill have you. Have to kill you. Now, the other thing about uh, my, uh, the, the Helen experience mm-hmm. is we have Mamo Jaco recipes. Yes, we do. The biscuits and, and the cornbread. Wonderful. And you yeah. didn't know I could do that for I a while. I had no idea. And then I just, well, Mamma came once, and I told her, Josh was little, and I said, well, while you're here, I have to learn how to make dressing, chicken and dressing, chicken and because dressing, if right. I don't, this isn't going to move forward. And so I learned to do that, and I wrote it all down, and that entailed the uh, biscuit recipe. Yeah. And Granddaddy's Cornbread. Right. And these are two of probably the best recipes yeah. in the South, and they... Real, well, anything you put around a turkey at Thanksgiving that's called anything but dressing, it, yeah. you're probably in a little bit of trouble. It, yeah. it has to be almost green with sage. Right. It needs to have that, you know. But, but you it, have to make your you own biscuits and your own cornbread for the dressing. Cornbread. Yes, yeah, you do. That's the key. And you have to let them get a little stale. Right. The challenge is to not eat them all before you start making the dressing. Well, yeah. Slather them with butter. You always have a little bit. And let people have that and tell them get out of kitchen. Cornbread's a tr- what I would call a relatively traditional recipe, even though there's some little tricks that make mm-hmm. it spectacularly delicious. Mm-hmm. The biscuits are interesting in that there's no grease. It's buttermilk and flour. And uh, uh, I put a little grease on them. Well, a little grease, but little. I mean, it's not oh, like... Oh, yeah, it's not like... The cup yeah. of shortening. If you look at most biscuit <laughs> recipes, no, no, it's... No, no. You know, that's what you have. These aren't. It's buttermilk and And they're and very flour. tasty. Oh, they're spectacular. They're very yeah. tasty. You don't roll them out and do all that. You just kind of plop can, them. You can, but I never Cat do. Heads, I'm tear them up anyway. Them. Yeah. So why? Those are spectacular. I put a little baking grease on top of them about halfway through. Halfway through. Uh-huh. Do them with baking grease. Uh-huh. And you can have that for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Yeah, you can have that in time. Supper, whatever. Yeah. We enjoyed them. We do enjoy them. Um the banana pudding recipe <laughs> is probably the one I make the least, but I but tell it's people maybe the most it is wonderful. And but you have to, it's it's all relative. When I tell people, you start out reading a recipe that says three, uh, three hen eggs is <laughs> it was referred egg, to, yeah. and, they, and they're what? Well, that would be hen eggs, and the reason they're hen eggs is because they're a little smaller than what you get at the store. You yeah. got them out of the backyard, and they were hen eggs. Right. A-I-G-S, I suppose. Yeah, but eggs. And and I really thought for years it had to be done in one bowl, and, and that was the bowl that you put it in to brown the meringue. And when people look at me and say, well, you do it like with Jell-O pudding, yeah. don't you? And I'm like, oh, no. Well, I was going to no. make it once, and I've got the Jell-O pudding out in the cool whip, and you said, no, no, no. I think no, that was no, the first no, time yeah. I made it. Yeah, we're not going to do that. And you were really impressed. Yeah. 
Nothing better than a good nanner pudding. Well, I, I guess probably yeah, not. Yeah. Unless it's Willie's dumpling recipe. I do appreciate now, that. Mama's dumplings are spectacular. That. And that's but that's a serious comfort food in the Austin mm-hmm. household, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I can take a kid that won't eat and feed them dumplings and they'll We've eat. done that a couple of Buckets. times. Little babies that yeah. have had issues. Little they kids will come can't and quit eat. eating those dumplings. And you just apologize. I apologize to the parents and keep feeding them. Yes, baby, you can have that. Of course you can. And you know, you, uh, and that's mother's recipe that you've tweaked a little. Mm, just tiny bit. Yeah. But you cut up a chicken, make your own chicken broth, cut up mm-hmm. a chicken and boil it with butter, two mm-hmm. or three sticks of butter. Well, one maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but it doesn't hurt. Doesn't hurt. It helps the broth. And yeah. then that helps. Uh, Everything. So it's the broth, but you also use it to make the dough for the dumplings. Yes. And you you like to make them thin and delicate. I do like them a little thinner because they yeah. they grow, they get they, a little yeah. larger. But yeah. now I think I've learned that you like them a little thicker. You and Josh. Well, not too you much. You want them to have a more substance. Yeah. We also we don't agree on what you eat with chicken and dumplings. Yeah. I like saltine crackers. And, and so you need more starch with that. More starch. Or not whatever a cracker is. Yeah. Not enough yeah. carbs and, and Yeah, salt. you need crackers. Well, that's to act like it has to be something that you dip <laughs> in. That's not what dumplings that's are. That's true. Dumplings are of themselves. Problem is you eat too much of them. Yeah, well, it's yeah. a meal. It's it's, it's a, a meal. You don't, you don't need, need dumplings and green beans. People that want to put a salad by it, I just no. start, I get There's no salad with chicken and dumplings. It's like, what? You want salad? Okay. And you don't want it out of the can. We're not getting no, it out of the no, can. No, we don't no. do that. That's not We're not good. buying the chicken broth. We're no. boiling that chicken. And then if you want something, we'll have a heavy dessert later, like some banana pudding pie or something, <laughs> or banana pudding, but you really don't yeah. do all that other. That's superfluous. And if you boil the chicken um, to make the broth, and then you have the chicken, mm-hmm. um, you have to pick it off the bone. Well, that's time for eatage. Well, yeah, that tends to be Smacking, when you're there. nibbling. You yeah. will help. Pull yeah. it off, the, but I that started with me. I had to be real meticulous because I didn't want any bones in it. When right. I was a kid, it, they just kept a loaf of light bread or biscuits on the right. table, and if a kid choked, you handed <laughs> it a piece of bread. But you know, by the time Josh came along, I was very meticulous, and you're very kind to sit there and help me and and try to eat the chicken, which is exactly uh, nothing, the real nothing like a three-hour boiled chicken neck. Probably not. I can't say I've ever enjoyed one. Knuckle, chicken knuckles. Well, yeah, yeah, no. Delicious. I throw some of that out after if you don't get it all as well. I don't want the child eating gristle. (laughs) Well, gristle's good if it's cooked long enough. Well, I guess so. Anything would be at the time he was a child, I'm sure. He still likes chicken and dumplings. He still likes his mama's chicken and dumplings. Yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah. And her dressing. Yeah. We have to have the dressing does. at we Christmas. We have to have that every Christmas, every Thanksgiving. Always a little angst about the dressing, though. Well, you know, I'm always it's a little cooking, worried because and is it going to be there I, on I want, time it, I want it to be good. I want everybody to be happy with it. Right. But Mama taught me how to do that. You know, the Gervasini spaghetti takes time in, in planning. So sometimes we'll just have Dad's spaghetti where I just throw some tomatoes in the pan, fry the tomatoes, and fry some sausage, and... Which is always very good. Yeah, garlic. It's just not one of those all day things, right. but it's always not the same very thing. good. Yeah. And we can have salad with spaghetti. Yeah, you can have salad with but spaghetti. But not yeah. with, or before spaghetti. Now Unless you're, you're one of those people that eats Your dad also liked the like veal. Chicken. He would do the veal oh, scallopini. Yes, I love the veal. The lemon, lightly breaded, sauteed in butter. Oh, and my just God. pound that veal out so thin. Right, right. And the cracker. Oh, it's just wonderful. Spectacular. Yeah. I remember one night he and I did that. Made the veal? Yeah, yeah. Well, you can get veal now. Yeah, you can. 
Of course, you know what veal is. I know, and that's the sad part, <laughs> and I try not to think of that. Cats. Well, bless their hearts. Yeah, God bless them. <laughs> I mean, you know, what are you going to do? They just grow up and be hamburger meat, so. Well, <laughs> I guess I never thought of it yeah. that way. Why prolong it <laughs> exactly when veal right. is so good? Is that the deal? What? Gee, that's not very, is that really what we're looking for? But yes, it is, because yeah. veal is delectable. It's just absolutely wonderful. You know, we don't, uh, there's never been a culture in Arkansas of eating piglets, you never hear of anybody, you know, the little roasted. No, they're making pets of them now. Yeah, it appears. that's true. Yeah, that's yeah. what we tend to do. You always in Arkansas, the hogs you fed them out. Yeah, fed them out for a yeah. year and then slit their throats and uh, rip their skin off and, and chop them up bacon. and eat it. And it was great. It could be better than that. <laughs> Nothing. Bacon I think that's what happened on the Sermon on the Mount, wasn't it? Is was it, it, was it <laughs> hogs? It really? I don't know. Loaves and hogs? Should I know I that? Don't know. I don't no, think so. I'm not sure. But bacon is, is a good thing. But no, the little piglets, we're not interested in them so much. But cows, yeah, we'll, we'll do that. Now, now, Jan. Yes, sir. You know, I was raised First Baptist Church of Imboden. And of course you were. Yeah. My dad was the song leader, which then was the master ceremony. Um, what church did you go to? Y'all were missionary Baptists. We, I I was an undeclared major, but yes, I, mean, I never actually, I was, I, I attended yes, Missionary right. Baptist yeah. Church. Yes, I did. So your Catholic experience was like your first, that was like the family, that was your dad's, dad's side, side tradition. Yes, so and that how. looked like maybe it would be something I'd be a little more interested in. Turned out it was. That yeah. seemed to be more of a fit for Well, me, for one thing, the sermons reason. aren't as long. Yes, they, and that was a, that was a criteria for me. And, and and I don't want to be negative, of course, but yeah. I just found it much more conducive to I what see. I thought it should be. Yeah. Well, I remember we went to the Good re Reunion once. This was a long time ago when Uncle Joe Dale was still with uh -huh. us, and he was a missionary. And But I think he was at Helena during your tenure there. Yes, he was. Yeah. He and his wife one summer did Bible school, did Bible and school, I remember yes. that. And I think I uh, Blanche that. told me that's when you— Ask her what mixed bathing was because yeah, we weren't having that. We weren't having mixed bathing. And I was a little concerned because I thought, is this like when you throw the little brother and sister in the bathtub? What's this about? <laughs> and I was a little kid. We, we weren't have a having a bath it. at vacation yeah, Bible school. And yeah. I thought, what is that? Yeah. She said, no, that's just they don't want boys and girls um, swimming, you know, together. swimming together. Yeah. And I said, oh. And, and then I said, I don't think they like the movies either because <laughs> I'd heard someone. Yeah. It was it was rather conservative. It was. And yes. I, I wouldn't have termed it to be that as yeah. a child, of course. I just thought, well, oh, okay. You know, I remember at Imboden, we uh, baptized in the creek and the river in Spring River. Really? Yeah. Now, I remember when we raised enough money somehow to get a baptistry, in, you know, in inside uh, indoor baptizing. But, but it had a, a mural that made it look like it was a, really a river. And see, Looks I didn't, sort of like the did, Jordan it, River. did it really? Yeah. I didn't. Oh, well, that's yeah. interesting that you found it. You know, I saw, speaking of the river, uh -huh. I saw a, a picture, uh, it may have been on, it was on the internet somehow, anyway, of Imboden, and it was some guys playing ball at a field, playing baseball, and it looked to me like from what you could see in the distance, the houses, I have a feeling it was the field in front of our house down on the river. You know, they call it the Osamite. Yeah. And I've always had this theory of why would you call it, why would you give a field a name? When I was little, that was the adult grown kids' place to swim in the river. Oh, okay. Little kids swam in the creek. In the creek. But when you were of age, you would you would swim in the river, and you went to the Osamite, they call it. it Go down and risk your life there. Field with, yeah. the, you know, the pasture with cows. Uh-huh. And 
and that's where those people that own it now have the you know they come and camp and don't uh-huh. they, they think they're in the country and they don't realize and we can see them we're up there in the house going yeah. oh, look, they're slipping they're off to breakfast. the uh, outhouse and uh, please close the door because we can see you <laughs> anyway um but if you're down there you don't see him yeah but this picture i think that's the only place it could be so i go back to this theory that i have that there were organized things happening down there then turn of the century or earlier which is why you would give it a name so they had a ball field and i read an article once about horse racing at imboden just some mention of it so i'm thinking maybe there was horse racing so we need to get uh, archaeologists down there discover the uh, lost baseball field maybe babe ruth wow wouldn't that be fantastic be spectacular or not and we just dig it all up and say well that happened put up a sign yeah (laughs) historic marker exactly